0: Cliff
1: Central Animal Central on Cliffcentral.com.
2: Good morning, it's Wednesday morning once again. Time just seems to fly when you're having fun and you're out there trying to help animals. We've got a wonderful show planned for you today. So I'm your host Sharon Dale and today we've got Charmaine Boysons in studio. Now Charmaine is from the Ninth Day Rescue. They've been very much in the news of late with their rescue of what uh, they're supposed to be a a bait dog called Bismarck. We're going to chat to Charmaine and then we're going to speak to Dr. Sonia Marisovic. From Champion Pet Foods She's going to talk to us About cat nutrition And then if we're lucky We're going to have Sister Samantha Ross In studio From CoSank To tell us a little bit more About cat rescue The the issue around Feral cats Which should be Quite interesting Now remember If you want to ask us Any questions You can call us On 0861 555 Or of course You can send us A message Via, uh, via WeChat Which is uh, Cliff Central As the ID Capital C Capital All right, but to start today, I just wanted to mention that yesterday was World Rhino Day, 22nd of September. Now, this was such an important day because our rhinos are seriously, seriously under threat. Now, did you know that there are only 29,000 rhinos left in the world uh, in 1970, there would have been 70,000. And at the turn of the 20th century, around 500,000. Now this is a really stark reminder of how quickly these numbers are diminishing. Now to break that down in numbers, uh, the conservations groups say that both in the wild and in conservation, there are just 5,055 black rhinos, 20,000 white rhinos, 3,333 Greater one horned rhinos and less than a hundred Sumatran rhinos. There's only 61 Javan rhinos. Now there's only one remaining male northern white rhino left on our planet, which is so, so sad. Um, so, you know, one of these days we're not going to see these, these beautiful animals anymore. And the poaching is just getting out of control. The percentage increase of rhinos being poached in South Africa between 2007, when seven... Only seven were poached. And 2013, when 1,004 were slaughtered. I mean, as you can see from those figures, this is just crazy. Now, the value of an ounce of rhino horn typically costs about 1,100 to 5,500 dollars on the black market, according to CNN. Where do these horns go? They're going into medicines, um, supposedly to treat all kinds of condition, which is actually a, a, a load of cod's wallop in my opinion. We really need to stand up and save these these beautiful, beautiful creatures. But now we're also hoping to get Justin from Jugamaru uh, um, Predator Park on the line. He called into the studio this morning. Apparently, there's. Terrible things happening again on his farm where, where people are coming to repossess these animals again and they're darting them. And so as soon as we've got them on the line, Duncan will let me know and we'll have a chat with him to see what's going on. But let's start now with Charmaine. Charmaine, thank you so much for coming in today. Again, one of the biggest animal angels around. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. And now tell me the ninth... Day The ninth day, rescue, rehabilitation and rehoming. How did the name the ninth day come about? Firstly, I need to apologize
3: in advance. Mm. I get very emotional when speaking about it. Absolutely. It's an
2: emotional issue. <laughs> mm. The ninth day, there's a video
3: clip on the internet. On the ninth day, God made a dog. Wow. And, um, I just feel this so, uh, they get so abused and there's so little people standing up for them. Mm, mm. And when I saw the clip, it was sent when I, po- when I lost one of my doggies. And I decided once I open a rescue center, it will be the ninth day. And that's yes. why it's the ninth day. Oh, wow. Because they're God's
2: creatures and yes, we are, are there to talk for them. Yes, to protect them. Yes. We, sh- we should be. We should be there to protect them. So what is it that you do? Where did this all begin? When did the ninth day start?
3: I started animal welfare at SPCA Rudapert. Um, Ooh. I was volunteer there, joined the committee and then I became chair lady. I left you to personal reasons, but once you're in animal welfare, mm. it's something that you can't let go. Never. And I've closed my eyes and I've opened the center. At the moment we're battling. Um, we need to be out of the premises by end of this month. Um, Ooh. we, yes. Yeah, so, you know, we're battling, but there's just too many animals in need. So mm. you, every day you take it as it is. Yes. Um, and that's, that's where it all started. I, I closed
2: my eyes and I said, I'm doing You're this. You're doing yeah. this. Because the sad thing is, yes, there's no government support or anything for shelters. Yes. So at the end of the day, you've got to self fund somehow and with donations and, and people coming up to help. And I know in this last week, there's been so many, um, pet food companies and, and people that are actually Contributing food at least. Yes. But I suppose your big costs are, as you say, premises, food and vet, veterinary bills. Yes. At the moment,
3: our biggest expense is people, you know, they will pay into the vet account. Mm. Um, we've got a kenneling bill of 65,000 outstanding. Ooh. So that's the biggest expense is kenneling because obviously the dogs need to be at a premises yes. where they save. Yes. That's our biggest concern. We managed to get a property or piece of land sponsored. Um, and we can build new kennels there. Oh, wonderful! But we need to obviously get boarding material, mm. and you need to buy the boulder. Yes. So yes, everything at the end of the day revolves around it's it's about yes, the money, the financial the money. status that you've got. Your and own. and how many dogs do you have right now? Just under hundred dogs and about twelve cats. Oh, you do kitties <laughs> as well? Yes. I don't really focus on cats. Yes. Um. You know, if you see injured cats in the street or mm, is it, no, it's a donated cat, yes, or yeah. it's a kitten, but I don't believe in picking up stray cats because they are wanderers, mm, you know, they, mm. they'll find their So I don't, I don't really focus on cats, but if there's a cat in need, we take in a cat yes. as well.
2: Now we were talking before we went on air. You've been ugh, all over social media at the moment mm. with the story of Bismarck. Everybody's following Bismarck and you were saying earlier that, you know, when these, Huge stories break of, mm. of terrible cruelty. There's always a lot of people willing to help donate and adopt, but it's not just the dogs like Bismarck. There are other dogs yes. sitting there desperately needing a home.
3: Yes, we've got just under a hundred, um, which is these puppies, these adults, these seniors, perfectly adoptable doggies, but mm. yes, it's, it's sad. It's nice to see that, um, Bismarck has got so many home offers but it's also sad to see that there's so many other doggies sitting in kennels waiting since January to find homes. Um, Mm. So yes people should maybe come and visit the shelter, see the personalities of the doggies. Pictures doesn't do the dog justice. Um, Meet the dogs and they'll I'm sure they'll find one in the kennels that yes. they actually do like.
2: No, I mean, there's so many puppies in shelters at the moment. There's there's no need to buy from a pet store. Yes. Absolutely no need. <laughs> that come from puppy mills at the end of the day. Most definitely. But now I know people want to hear about Bismarck. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us about, give us his story. Where did you find him? Where, what's happened to him? And what's happening with him now? I got a call from a rescue friend, um, not, this
3: past Friday, the Friday before she runs husky even um, she's also in Krugerstorp West and she asked if I'm close by because there's a dog next in the on the pavement. he looks injured or ill. Can I go and you know fetch him and mm. then obviously help him So once we got there, we saw that he had all the puncture wounds and bite wounds, rushed him to the vet. the vet, the vet waited us in at the at the uh, at the practice. Mm. And, um, as soon as they started shaving up, you just saw all these old scars and all these puncture oh. wounds. He had a hole the size of about a 20 cent coin underneath his left front leg. Um, so we suspect he was a bay dog. We're not sure whether he was dumped there or did he manage to escape from where he was? And then just that's where he collapsed. Yes. Um, Bismarck is a phenomenal boy. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't deserve the credit there. It's him. Mm-hmm. Um he's the fighter, he's pulled through and then all the supports we've received. I was there at the right time, the right place. Yes. I was able to help him, but the support has come through in a phenomenal way. This boy's vet has been covered. Um there's, really? ex- there's extra money um for other doggies that's in need. So That's
2: incredible.
3: Bismarck is at first he didn't really want to look at you. He's now starting to Give you a glimpse and then look at look away. The tail is wagging. Yes. He's loving his chicken and rice. Oh, um We think he's a bigger cross. big, uh, big, big cross, burbo. Yes, yes. Still he a looks young boy. Like that. Yes, still a young boy. Definitely not older than two. Um But he's he's got a very soft nature. At this point in time, doesn't show aggression towards other dogs. Mm. But we've had that before. And as soon as the dog is back to health, yes, then you really he's see not the personality feeding himself at the yes. moment.
2: And I mean. Bait dogs, for those who don't know, a bait dog is used by the dog fighters, yes. MRI, to rile up the, the fighting dogs yes. and to get them into this whole frenzy. Yes. And then these poor dogs are, are destroyed at the end of the day. That's right.
3: bait dogs, they use for the dogs that are the fighters. So mm. they use them to train them to fight. Um, some of the bait dogs also get their mouths taped shut. Oh. Um, and it's not only the bigger breeds that, you know, this puppies that you see on the internet for 50 rand or free to good down. Oh yes. They use whatever they can. Yes. They, they, they use rabbits and they use cats. If they start training the dogs, that's what they start them up with, um, for, for them to train. So it's a reality. People think it only happens overseas or it's
2: only on the mm. news. It's right under no, our nurses. Right, yeah. yes. It's right, yeah, because I, I it was a horrible video, but it, it showed how they train these dogs to, to attack these little bait dogs or cats or rabbits or whatever by you know, it's a trigger. So when yes. they see this animal, you know, they just, which is what humans have done to these yes. dogs. I own a pit bull. That's not in their nature, no. but you can bring it out of them. You can bring it out of any dog. Any dog. Yes. Any dog, which is so dreadfully sad. And you, you made a point, you know, these people that, I don't know, at the moment everybody's immigrating and then they just dump their dogs. Yes. But these people that put their dogs out, on these sites like Junk Mail and OXL, Free to Good Home and Fifty Rand. I even saw one to swap for a cell phone. Can yes. you believe it?
3: Oh it's you're talking about the York
2: Yowls I saw it. <laughs> I mean that is just unbelievable. Now those dogs are gonna end up in, in really yes. in, in the wrong hands. They're gonna be used as bad dogs. And at the moment there's been so many reports of dog theft as well. Which is also scary
3: It is And you know You've got a situation Where you will see A guy on the street corner And mm. he's selling a dog Now mm. people would tell you Not to buy the dog it's because it's in- yes. yeah, How do you walk away Because you're encouraging them To go and steal the next dog yes. But how do you go past Um There's a lady, a lady That bought a puppy For 50 Rand mm. And she said to the guy Give the dog I've got 10 Rand I'll give you 10 Rand And he said no So how do you walk away How do you let that doggy Go back into Into the township Or even worse off um, What do you do? You rather pay the 50 rand, And then people get upset Because now you He's going to go and steal another dog Mm. That might be the case But at least you saved one I know It's so difficult someone else will save the other So yes You're opening a market And there's a lot of people That will disagree with me But I for one how do you leave that dog and think, mm. okay, let him now do what he wants with, no. with that dog? I in. couldn't do it. No, I it's, couldn't it's, do it. it's very difficult. It's very
2: controversial, but I could not do it to walk away and think that that little one, if he's not sold yes. or she's not sold is going to go back in to be used as a bait dog or in some cases for food.
3: Yeah. But or they are being eaten. Yes. Or just for breeding. Mm. I mean, people like the, you spoke about the Yorkie. That's for swap. Yes. Um, if I'm correct, it was the unsterilized male. Yes. So what the people would do, they've got a, a female at home. So yes, mm. give this lady a cell phone that I'm not using. I can have a litter and I can sell them for yeah. two and a half. So yes, yeah. that's, that's so it people, goes to the puppy mills. Yes. Yeah. And in our kennels, we've got, we've got Yorkies. Pavement specials are my soft spots. Yes. I like the less adoptable ones. Yes. But we also do have pure breeds. We've got Yorkies. Um, we've got burbles. And people think, breeders think that what, when, if someone pays 3,000 Rand for a dog, they won't give it up at a later <laughs> stage. Yeah, not true um, at all. Yeah, that's, that's, that's mm. ridiculous because you do give them yeah. up. We, not we true sit in at with them. all.
2: I've seen breeds out there that you would pay 16,000 yes. from a reputable breeder. And when people want to get rid of them, they want to get rid of them or yes. well, they dump them. It doesn't matter what they've spent on them. So, so you've got a whole lot of pure breeds there. You've got, as you say, pavement specials. You are the most amazing dogs. They really are. They've got yeah. such character and you got some oldies. I've got oldies. Yes. Um,
3: I've got, I think there's about three, four senior doggies that I've got. Um, we had a long time residence came in Feb, and he got adopted about Two months ago, Durkee was 10 years old. Oh, fantastic. So that was, yeah, it's all, the the older ones always stay in the kennels longer. Yes, Because yes. people don't want, it's not that they don't want the older dogs, but they don't want to adopt a dog and only have it for a year or two, mm, because that's... St- which is hot Yes, yeah, so it it's sad. Puppies normally go quicker. Yes. And then the pure-breed ones or the smaller ones, yes. and then... Yes, all the, the pavement specials stay behind. Oh, Um. shame.
2: And yet, you know, the, the oldies, they, they always, they're more settled. Yes. They, they're quieter. They're so loyal. And, and these rescue dogs, they're so It's almost like they're grateful and they know they've been adopted. So they make the most amazing pets. They really do. It's like they need, they know they need to
3: please you. So Mm.
2: once they're in their home,
3: um, sometimes we would get a dog in and, Two or three d- days down the line and you see this dog's personality, you think to yourself, okay, now I know why you're in the street. Uh, because yeah. you're doing this and doing <laughs> this. But then now, as soon as you start with the training yes. um, and he gets used to what he's allowed to do, he's not allowed to jump, he's not a youth allowed to do that, yes. then he's actually a phenomenal boy or girl. Yes. Um, and people people get puppies and they don't go into training. So they think they get a puppy, it ends up in the yard yeah. and then he jumps on you when you get out yeah. um, and then... You know, when he's out the road, oh, thanks, I don't yes, want him don't anymore, want I'm not going to look years. So people need to be responsible when adopting dogs yes. um, or if they want to go and buy a yes. dog. Um, it's, it's the same as a baby. Your baby is not going to know how to go to the loo or leave the bottle if you don't try him. Absolutely. And that's the
2: same, that if you've got the same responsibility yes. towards the animal. And you see it so many times, though. I mean, especially people... Adopt or buying the wrong breed yes. You know, someone who goes and gets a border collie I always use that example yes. But they're they don't they're not active people And they put it in the back garden and it becomes destructive And it's because it's bored, it's frustrated And then it ends up in a shelter yes. You know, so people should do their homework And you're quite right, there's nothing I put my dogs through puppy training um, school Let's call it that, socialization I think it should be made law that every dog should go to puppy socialization yes. because it makes such a difference to them. They they it it kind of like it sets them up for the rest of their life to get on with other dogs. It does. Now. And see people don't realize that and also
3: with sterilization um a lot of people want to buy the puppy but they don't think mm. the puppy is cute at the moment but they don't think about, oh, I need to get him sterilized. Yes. Now, most of the dogs we've got is, all the strays we get in is unsterilized males. Um, and obviously, they smell a female on heat for mm. miles. And then that's how they get out. So people need to think all that through yes. when buying. Where if you go and you adopt... Um, you get a doggy that's been vaccinated, um, sterilized. The ninth day chips the dogs yes. as well. I know most of the orgs does. So, you know, you're getting a doggy for, for our adoption fee, 700 rand and everything but that's is all done. All included. Yes. Yeah. So there's no 1,600 rand later yes. that needs to, you need to oh, fix it's a him huge work. saving. So yes, if we can just convince the people more to, adopt mm. and not shop if you yes. look at the expenses wise as well it's just much more affordable for members of the much public much more
2: affordable it really and as you say the, the microchipping is so important the spaying and the neutering so important and you're saving a lot of money yes you really really are and, I, and you, you're right saying people should come through come and have a look because pictures don't do justice they don't show the personality we yeah. have um, in my magazine Canine Zone, we have pages called "Adorable Adoptables," yes. and you see those little faces, and we do a little description, more or less. But until you're there, and yes. the right dog for you chooses you, yes. you know, it's not going to happen. No, I've had from people
3: coming to the shelter, and they saw a certain dog on a picture, and then they would come to the kennels, and they would actually. Choose a completely different dog, and then yes. I would say, But now you like this picture, you like this dog. They said, No, but that
2: dog didn't speak Just, to me, yeah, that dog speaks spoke to them. me. So your, your dog chooses you. Um, no, it does, yes. it does. Charmaine, we're going to take a quick, quick break because we have got Justin from Jagomario Predator Park on the line. Justin, are you there? Hi there,
4: how's it going?
2: Hi, Justin, fine and you. Right, there. Now, I believe there's been some more breaking news this morning. What's happening out there?
4: Yeah, these guys rocked up again at 8 o'clock this morning with like 30 cop cars, uh, trailers and everything. No paperwork. What's are doing to try and dart and load these cats? Um, they still don't uh, want to tell us where these cats are going, what's happening to them. So this is again as like everything what happens in July in with these cats.
2: Now, now who is behind this? Is this the bank that's behind it?
4: <laughs> Till today, we still don't know because the attorney that's here is um, a guy, Victoria. In the uh, the first time that he was here, he introduced himself as the attorney. Then he introduced himself as the liquidator. Then he introduced himself as the buyer. Then he introduced himself as the fellow of the cat. So there's like four or five conflicts of interest against this guy all in one day. So now he's back here again to try and take these cats away from us again.
2: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, surely he would need a warrant or some kind of legal paperwork?
4: Yeah. Now we're just really waiting until my legal team gets here because... Uh, I told the the police uh, if they need to do anything I need to have my legal team here that we can have our stuff it's not just all a a one-sided situation where these guys coming here, take. No, well, this
2: is the worry with canned lion hunting. uh, You know, that's the, yeah, that's the biggest fear here. I mean, because the other day, you know, I I look at your Facebook wall and somebody mentioned that a bank was behind this. I'm not going to mention the name of the bank, but I thought instead of causing all of this hassle and, and, you know, uprooting these beautiful,
3: why don't they sponsor
2: the the park and, and call it the name of bank juggernaut? Maru Predator Park and exactly. actually give back you know give back they'd get so much support for that and yeah. showing that they actually care instead of the money I,
4: I just wish these people actually had a heart bucket to do something like that but um, it's just coming because everything nowadays is all about money yeah. and, and nothing that's all it's uh, these guys see in front of them when they see these cats
2: no absolutely so Justin where are the cats now are they all safe
4: no, they're still in the enclosure. Oh, We're just okay. really waiting for our legal representatives to get here. And, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen until then.
2: Oh, Justin, please, please, please keep us posted. Now, where can no. people, our listeners, where can they follow the story? Do you, on your Facebook wall?
4: Yes, they can follow me up on my Facebook. They can uh under Justin Fernandez, or they can just go up oh, public figure page. Justin Tiger boy commanders I or just go to the park's page and let you go mic to the park.
2: Okay, Justin, please please keep us posted and please look after your babies. We really mm-hmm. feel for Owl. you. And now. yeah, yes, I hope that whoever's behind this develops a heart or grows a heart and decides yeah. to rather look these after people, these big cats than yeah. you know, want to I don't know what they want to do with them. Yeah. Justin, thanks so much. Thanks for the call, and we'll chat
4: soon. Yes, I appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. Bye. bye. Bye.
2: Well, you know, this is just tragic. Uh, There's so few tigers left in the wild, and, you know, I'm all for conservation and and helping out the tiger population. I don't know the full story behind this, um, but that's just an update on the Jagamaro Predator Park and how the authorities, I don't know, lawyers are wanting to, again, repossess these animals. And I think, first and foremost, one has to consider these animals. These are sentient beings with feelings, and, you know, they feel stress, they feel fear, and they need to be, you know, kept in mind at all time. never mind the human issue behind this whole thing. Anyway, we're back with Charmaine from the Ninth Day. Charmaine, now... Do you do fundraising? How do you support your shelter? When we just started, um, me and hubby was fortunate
3: enough and we could carry the, we could help the shelter. Yes. And, uh, you know, obviously the money runs out. Mm. And so I've, I've got two ladies doing fundraising. But it's, it's very, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's tough um, out. yeah, yeah. Every time you try and do something, there is either not an interest or the cost is too high. Yes. So yes, we're purely depending on donations. We do try and do fundraising, but it's, it's very difficult at this, at this moment.
2: Now, didn't you, weren't you also selling the little, um, yes, uh, well, tell us about that little brooch that you're doing? The
3: animal abuse awareness spin. Mm. Um, we've seen it on Facebook and I've seen there's a lot of people that. Wanting to wear it, um, so I saw opportunity and I grabbed it. We we having it made um, from overseas; that it's being shipped here, should arrive the second uh, first or second week in October. So that has
2: been um, and they're gorgeous. I they need to still get mine from you. They're oh, beautiful.
3: Yes, we've ordered a few extra in as well because I'm thinking that as soon as the people see it, they will like it. Yes. Um, so we've ordered a few in. Um, we've had other rescue groups ordering from us. Oh, the wonderful. support on that has been phenomenal. No, we've probably sold about 250 wow. and
2: we've ordered extra in for people that oh would no, want. no, you, you need to see this. Please go onto the ninth day Facebook page. Uh, hey Charmaine, it's yes. up there. That's the most beautiful little pin that you can wear to show that you are one of the people who are the voice for the voiceless. I yes. mean, um, there's these wonderful campaigns. I bought my Little bracelet from Cardi's this week, <laughs> which the proceeds from that are going to the SBCA. Yes. And I think it's fundraisers like that. It's, it's this time of the year. There's so many events happening and people can go out in Joburg, especially. There's not much to do. Yeah. And these events are so much fun. You know, you can go there and at the same time, yeah, it's for a great us. cause. Yes, so I agree. it's, it's a, easy way. It's a reasonably priced way to go and get fun, but to go and have fun and you helping at the same time. But these pins, mean I really hope you sell 250,000. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I hope so too. Because that would definitely. So now your staff, do you also have staff on, on site? At the moment, limber kennels that
3: we're using. Mm. i have got two staff working there. And, um, then I've got temporary kennels that we're using. Yes. And we do the cleaning there daily Uh, Me, my mom, Mm, my aunt And then on a weekend my little girl goes with So we do the cleaning at this point in time Until we up at the new kennels And then we can, because we're not paying a rental there And then I can say, okay, we can now afford staff To to help with the cleaning and upkeeping of everything And you're on
2: the West Rand of Johannesburg West Rand, yes Okay, and you say you've got a property now that you can But you need building done on there Yes So, you know, it would be great if people like Builders Warehouse or somebody came forward and said, and I'm putting out a challenge because I publish Canine Zone magazine, which is the only magazine for dog owners. And come on, you building companies, get involved, go and sponsor some stuff for the ninth day. And what I will do is put an advertisement about your company in my magazine to show people who love dogs that your company cares. So there's a challenge. Let's hear if we hear from you. Um, you never know. You never know. You might have someone listening with a, with a good heart who owns a hardware store.
3: Most definitely. And we can also from our side, you know, at the kennels, we can put up a billboard mm. or a sign saying that it was sponsored by, yes. um, they've helped build the kennels and we can also do advertising
2: on our Facebook page Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. And I mean, to get branding and to get that sort of exposure out in the market is worth so much. Most it definitely. really, really is. And I think more and more people in this country are animal lovers. And that'll make a difference because I'd rather go and buy my stuff from XYG hardware because I know he supports the ninth day than go somewhere else. So there we go. There's a, there's a shout out. Let's see how many (laughs) hundreds of calls you get. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. So now how else can people help? Can
3: they volunteer? Yes, I can volunteer. Um, obviously, once we start the new kennels, we will have we will need a lot of hands with the painting, cause mm. that's stuff that we can all do with the gardening. Yes. So as soon as that's up and running, and also the volunteers need to come and interact with the dogs. They need to get used to as many people, cause it's just. Easy to home them then yes. Um, So yes Come and play with the dogs Interact Take um, them for a walk Take them for walks We want to have a bath day But as soon as mm. the kennel scenario Is sorted out Yes Then we'll be able to do that But for now Volunteers are welcome You can come and help clean kennels You can come and interact With the doggies Um yeah, we never show any volunteers away. And obviously donations, food donations, yes. we always need our food and blankets. And then we've got a SMS line as well. Everything is on the Facebook page. So, but really everything that we can get, we yes. goods that you want to donate that we can try oh, and wonderful. resell then. Anything to try and generate yes. us funds to, to help the animals. In it. Right.
2: And I mean, it's, I've been to shelters when I've seen families coming there with little kids yes. taking these dogs regularly for walks. Yeah. You know, once a week they come through. You can just see how much fun the humans are having yes. and the dogs at exactly the same time. It is. And, and a lot of people have said to me, but we don't like going to shelters because it's too sad. Well then make a difference. Go and I help agree. and cheer up a dog's day. And it's and it's not sad if you if you're there helping. You can see that these dogs are being cared for. Yes. Um and you can just make their lives better with December school holidays coming up. Especially tucked yeah, on a
3: foster or take on a foster for December yes. holidays if yes. you're at home. Foster babysitter can spend Christmas in a home
2: and not in a kennels. Right. And then hopefully become a foster failure yes. <laughs> at the end of the day. But yes, I spoke to somebody the other day who does that. She fosters yes. um, doggies over the December holidays and gives them a nice <laughs> a nice Christmas and holiday from the shelter. So, yeah, if you, if you can't adopt, you can foster. If yes. you can't foster, you can volunteer you can visit, or come and visit. And if you can't do that, you can donate. Even 10 rand will help.
3: I agree. Charmaine,
2: so how will people get hold of you? Um, they can contact
3: me on my cell phone number, 82 924 um, Email address is shamin at... The ninth day dot dot ZA. And then we've got our Facebook page. Um, the ninth day, everything is on the Facebook page yes. anyway. So they're more than welcome to go like the page, see what we're doing. Um,
2: and take it from and there and take it from there. And it's a wonderful Facebook page. I know every time I read the Bismarck <laughs> updates, it brings a <laughs> lump to my throat. Charmaine, thank you so much. And thank you for all you're doing for our animals. We, we all really salute you as an animal angel. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> and we're going to take a short break. We'll. Be back with Dr. Sonia to talk about cat nutrition.
1: Sir Richard Branson had a game-changing idea. He made it happen. You have a game-changing idea, and now Sir Richard wants to discuss it with you aboard the Virgin Atlantic 787 Dreamliner. Presenting Dream Email Dream at cliffcentral.com with your one-minute video or audio recorded business plan. If our panel of judges think it's a game changer, You'll be one of ten to attend a course at the Joburg Branson Center of Entrepreneurship. Then, two final winners will take home 40,000 Rand in cash, 140,000 Rand's digital marketing package, one week in London attending Global Entrepreneurship Week, and time with Sir Richard Branson aboard the Virgin Atlantic 787 Dreamliner. An idea is only ever an idea until you make it happen. Seasons and C's apply. Go to cliffcentral.com for more info. Are you South Africa's next dream entrepreneur? Animal Central on cliffcentral.com.
2: Okay, and we're back after that great song. We've got Sonia. Sonia, I always battle with your surname. <laughs> <laughs> Please forgive me. You're not me. alone. Am I saying it right? Marisovic. It's Marichowicz. Marichowicz. But you can just stay with Sonia. I'll just say Dr. Sonia. There we go. Now, you from Champion Pet Foods. Yes. And today, we want to devote, we've had so many of our listeners saying, we need to know more about cat nutrition and cat stuff. So, unfortunately, I see our lady from CoSync didn't make it today. We'll try and get her back in on another show. But let's talk about cat nutrition for a second. Sometimes people don't think it's as important as dog nutrition that's incorrect it is very important one would argue it's actually even more
0: important because cats are obligate carnivores so they have a lot less flexibility with their diet uh what is you know appropriate to feed them what do they, what do they do based on yes um yes. so with cats it's quite important to feed them a meat based diet because of that obligate Carnivorous nature of of the animal itself So you have a lot less leeway Than you have with dogs Dogs are also carnivorous uh, but what you find with dogs is that because they spend so much time with humans in the past fifteen thousand years, is that they're, they're they're a lot more adaptable than cats are. Cats have moved into our houses relatively recently because even mm-hmm. though they've lived with humans, uh, they've been used as uh, you know rodent control yes. and so on And barns. So they've really we only really been responsible for hundred percent of their nutrition for the last fifty to a hundred years or so. So they're still quite Wild animals at yes, heart, especially yes. when it comes to nutrition.
2: So okay, and and do you think that you know cats are always wandering and they're out there and whatever that they are still catching mice and and eating insects and stuff like that
0: well i think most people that own a cat can answer Mm. that question for you so you'll find that uh, regardless of what you feed your cat they will supplement with prey (laughs) one way or another they will make their diet a carnivorous one which which is a
2: worry because you know so many people use uh rat poison and and stuff like that and it is a bit of a worry that they go out and eat a mouse or something that's Ingested rat
0: poison. Yes, it is a worry. So, if we, if we can feed them mm. with their species-appropriate diet at the bowl, it's it's a yes. it's a healthier and a more controlled way of of feeding your animals. Obviously, this doesn't mean that will necessarily stop them from hunting because it is it it is a hunting behavior as well. Yes, not just yes. a way of getting uh, of getting extra food um, as such, but it does make it more likely that they will eat the prey once they've caught it if they're well fed at yes. the bowl.
2: Yes. And, and you know, when we put this out that we were speaking to you today, I had a couple of questions. I know a few people said to me, how often should you feed a cat? Should you leave dry kibble around all the time or should it be set feeding times? I think it depends on the personality of the cat. Mm. If you
0: feed your cat a meat-based diet, so a diet that's high in protein, high in fat, and very low in carbohydrates, because that's what a rat or a bird is, the composition yes, of yes. that particular animal, you'll find that most cats will regulate food intake quite well, provided you do not feed them a carbohydrate-based diet. So there, okay. that's, that's quite an important caveat. Um, however... All cats are different, so not all of them will stick to this rule, in which case it would be better if you would... Uh Measure out the portion that yes. your cat needs to ingest in a day, regardless of what food you feed, dry or wet or so on, yes. and then feed at set times. And you'll find that, you know, they will, most of them will not eat
2: everything in one sitting. Mm. They will come back and graze again and graze again because mm. they're not like dogs. Dogs will usually, I know, mind you, they will finish that plate. So if you mm. left, I remember once we went on holiday and we had someone staying in the house, when we got back. Our dogs were so fat because mm. he'd put food out all the time for them, but a cat will genuinely as you say graze until it's Had enough and leave some for later
0: Yes provided you feed it a, a meat Base a high protein low carbohydrate Yes diet. Yeah.
2: now the Other question that I had was people Were saying should we feed Dry food or wet food because You know the, the one lady Said her vet said wet food Was not a good idea they needed the dry Food and then you have other people saying no dry Food not wet food how do you feel About that is should it be a combination I think you know, dry food,
0: wet food, raw mm. food, these are all forms of, forms of food, but that doesn't necessarily mean that a wet food is better to a dry food. It depends what kind of wet food or dry food okay. or even raw food it is. Right. Um, there has been, uh, um, a lot of opinions expressed lately about that you need to feed cats only wet food. And the reason for that is that cats, uh, uh, the cats come from a, a They're descended from a desert animal So their water intake is quite Low with dry food But oh. it depends on what kind of dry food You're feeding, so if you feed a meat Based dry food, your water intake will Be higher in that cat, and that will lead To more dilute u- uh, urine And you're less likely to have urinary Tract issues with cats, yes. as we know it's a common It's yes, a common it issue is. with them mm. uh, Same with wet food, wet food By its nature, you know the name Indicates wet, uh, yes. already contains a lot more moisture in it than dry food does But uh, it will again depend on what kind of wet food it is Because right. if it's a wet food with very low digestibility Your cat would actually have a uh, more dilute urine on a meat-based dry food yes, so it's not yes. quite as simple as you know feed them a wet food with more moisture in it and uh, that will give you a more dilute a urine more dilute. so yes so you need to feed a high quality diet so one that's species appropriate uh, meat-based and that uses high quality ingredients
2: okay because you know there's also been this question do, do they need dry food for their teeth for uh, to, to clean their teeth well, when you think about a
0: dry food, although it is harder than wet mm. food, uh, it's still not necessarily hard enough to clean your teeth. So it would be the equivalent of me telling you that you don't need to brush your teeth mm. anymore because you can just eat a cracker. Apple, yeah. Or you can eat right. a cracker before you go to bed. Right. So even though it is more abrasive, uh, the kibble itself doesn't really spend quite enough time in contact with the tooth surface to, to have a full cleaning effect. So yes. it's, it's quite a controversial issue. Um,
2: I'm, sure whether,
0: you know, bones and such, yes, because your dog, well, not your cat necessarily, but mm-hmm. your dog will spend a long time, uh, chewing on a bone. So spending a lot of time, you know, with their teeth in contact with a hard yes. surface, yes. but then that obviously comes with its own potential side effects of, you know, fracturing teeth, swallowing bone fragments yes. and oh, so on. So scary. You, you, again, it will depend on the, what kind of animal you have and, um, would probably not do it unsupervised. Mm. Oh, no, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. I've seen some horrible stories of, mm. let's call them bone accidents, uh, that you know, can result in death if those bones get stuck or perforate intestines. And now, what about treats? Cats also love treats. Is it something you should do or is it something you need to keep an eye on? Because I know obesity is is a big issue as well.
0: I think... With cats, again, as long as their species appropriate treats mm. uh, and they do not, uh, constitute more than 10% of the diet of the 10%. animal. Okay. That's kind of a safe number yes. uh, that yes. you're not unbalancing their diet and they're still getting everything they need daily, uh, from their food. I think it's, it's an act of love. I think mm. you'll be very, uh, uh, very unsuccessful trying to convince people not to give not treats, to <laughs> yes, <laughs> treats to their pets. But I think as long as they're healthy and contribute nutritionally to the diet of yes. the animal, it's a lovely thing to do.
2: No, absolutely. Mm. And then, you know, obviously there are the main sort of health conditions that can affect cats, certainly older cats, mm-hmm. like we said, obesity, arthritis, um, even diabetes is something that mm-hmm. I'm hearing more and more about. Does one then need to adjust the diet in any way or is a food like your range mm-hmm. suitable for those conditions?
0: So the interesting thing about diabetes in cats is that it's Mm. very similar to diabetes in humans. And uh, that means basically that, uh, like type 2 diabetes in humans, I mean, uh, it means that it can be managed with diet. So the appropriate diet for a cat with diabetes is the same as the appropriate diet for any cat. So it's a diet that's high in protein. That's moderate in fat because they're not doing as much exercise, and yes. that's very low in carbohydrates. So that's actually what you should be feeding healthy cats to uh, to right. start start right. off with. And you'll find this across the range of origin and iconic cat foods; they're all meat based and they're all are high in protein and very low in
2: carbohydrates. Okay, so so they can mm. be fed that. And and obesity. Mm. I mean, more and more cats are becoming obese. Is this just the trend that people feel they have to? Spoiled, they feel guilty They give too much food Why is this coming about now?
0: You know, obesity is such a complicated mm, issue And is. and, uh, and it's an issue that affects most mammals You know, starting with humans So yes. it's, it's not quite... <laughs> It's not a very simple thing to answer, but one thing to bear in mind is that cats that are fed a lot of carbs, because they're obligate carnivores, they're not as good at regulating their calorie intake as they are when they're fed diets that are higher in fat and protein. So I'm sure... Fess would agree. Yes, I <laughs> sure. agree on this point. apply <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> this, um, this <laughs> to humans as well, but with cats, you know, because of their obligate carnivorous nature, it makes absolutely perfect sense that that's the diet you should be yes. feeding them.
2: Yes, because I've seen, so. whew, I've seen some cats that shame, they just blobs with little little mm. eyes. Mm. And I just wanted to say if, if you're listening and you're a cat owner and you want to ask a question of Dr. Sonia, please phone us on 0861 or send us a message for via WeChat. Our ID is Cliff Central. Um, Now, what about kittens? Do they need specific, uh, a different type of food than an adult cat? Obviously, they do, but what is different about it?
0: Your main difference between kitten diets or puppy diets, for that Mm. matter, and adult animal diets is that your kittens have higher nutrient requirements. So whatever your adult needs, your kitten will need more of. Yes. So it's not necessarily that you need to feed it a radically different diet, but it needs to be a high quality diet that you can get away with, with adult maintenance diets. So. Um Most companies will have a kitten range yes. And then an adult maintenance range Which will be then adjusted To meet minimum requirements of adult animals But it's not that those adults Would be worse off If you fed them a better quality diet So it's more of a, a Manufacturing cost saving measure Than it is to the benefit of the adult yes, animals yes. So what you'll find with Origin and Okana Foods is that actually Our cat foods are all life stages foods But your kittens will need a larger portion size For those Additional requ- nutrient requirements for okay. growth as well as right, for maintenance. Right. Um, so that's, that's quite unusual for the South African market. Yes. Now, the reason I mm. ask is
2: one of the questions that had come in yesterday was that this lady had said she just kept her cat on mm. kitten food mm-hmm. its whole life and mm-hmm. it was doing very well. Mm. Could it be causing damage?
0: No. No Uh, well it depends on what kitten food it is. Yes, if it's a good quality but if it's a good quality food, there's let's put it this way you can feed a kitten food to an adult cat, Mm -hmm. but you can't feed an adult cat food to a kitten because Mm -hmm. it will not meet all of its nutrient requirements.
2: Okay. Okay. So it's it caters to these Specific Mm -hmm. Well, when you think about it,
0: your kitten, you know, still needs the energy and the nutrients Mm -hmm. for uh, you know, for moving around and being active. Plus it needs the energy and nutrients. For maintenance, for running all the existing systems, but it also needs nutrients and especially a protein for growth. Yes, because it's growing and accumulating more muscle, and you know, growing mm. its bones and so on. So yes. its nutrient requirements are higher. Are much higher. But
2: but yes. uh, you
0: know, we don't. We don't have age specific aisles when we go and shop at what is so sure uh, see sure. so and
2: and I mean the other thing that was in when I grew up, we always had cats in the house, mm. and what we always had on the mm. floor was a bowl or a saucer of milk. Mm. People sort of think cats somehow need to drink milk,
0: not necessarily, mm. so when you your milk is uh it's high in lactose. Yes. Most adult cats actually cannot break down lactose like some people can't. Uh, so it's actually not the best thing to be oh, feeding really? them, but it is an extra source of calories and nutrients. So maybe for your mm. barn cats that, you know, are not maybe always successful in hunting, you know, yes. so they, it's a great way to get extra, extra nutrients in, and in, into them. Yes. But, uh, you know, you could be giving them you know, better options. A better option. Than no, than because milk, you yeah. do.
2: You think cat with a saucer of milk, cat exactly. you what? got, what is that saying? The cat got the cream or something like yeah. that. So I mm. think a lot of people think they have to give their cats dairy products <laughs> to keep them happy.
0: Technically, cream would be better than milk because oh, really? your your lactose content will be a lot lower and it's much higher in fat. So, Ah, <laughs> oh,
2: I didn't know that. Yeah, so. Okay, so it would be better to give them
0: a saucer of cream if you so, have to. So if you are giving them something in a saucer of cream better <laughs> yes. than milk. Yeah,
2: And now, uh, the other thing that people cats like fish. Mm. Um, is that true? Do they prefer a fish-based diet, or not
0: necessarily? Cats are quite specific because mm. they're hunters by nature. Their taste preferences get set in the first year of their life. So if you have a cat and you feed it predominantly fish-based kitten food, mm. it it's a taste that they will they they will kind of. Uh, they will always try and find in any food you yes. feed them afterwards. So you always find with cat owners they'll you know they'll stick to one kind of food because yes. the cat won't eat anything else. Got that t- so much
2: like me with chocolate, my mother must have fed me a lot of chocolate <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> but uh, so they get accustomed to that diet and then they're reluctant to they're eat something else.
0: Reluctant to veer away from that. So mm. you don't have this problem with dogs because dogs are scavengers by nature. So they'll they'll try things they come across and. They and decide whether yes. they like or do not like the taste of it cats are neophobic by nature so what that means is they they're phobic of new things they do they dislike trying new things so the best thing to do is when you have a kitten is to introduce different textures and different flavors to yes. their diet
2: yes okay and then you know raw food uh, that's a, a another movement we see a lot of people certainly in the the dog owners that are trying to feed their dogs raw food. Um, what about cats with that? I, I just sometimes worry that you're missing nutrients and, and things like that. Can you feed your cat a raw food diet, or is it actually better to feed them a good quality product like what Champion has? Well, a raw food It's kind of
0: like a wet food or a dry Mm. food and so on. So it's it's a type of diet that can be either wonderful or terrible depending on what's in it, who makes it, and what quality assurances they have. So there's nothing that's in particular fantastic about feeding a raw diet, but it can obviously be a diet that meets all of your nutrient requirements. So your raw diets are normally meat-based – uh, that's a very good thing for a carnivore, but so can your wet and dry foods be. Mm. Um, you do have a potential of, of of uh, bacterial contamination because not necessarily of how the food it's made. It might leave the manufacturing facility being beautifully yes. bacteria-free because yes. that's where they've done their testing and so on. Um, but how's it handled then mm, in the storage, transport and yes. the storage and even in your fridge uh, once it arrives there? So um, on the one hand, you know, that's the potential side effect of feeding raw food. And I, I think a lot of people will – Will battle to move a, an already neophobic cat that doesn't want to move from one type of dry food it's, to another type of dry yes. food to now, you know, s- sit there and and crunch chicken wings. No, sure. <laughs> so no it is sure. possible, and I'm sure many people have done it. And as I said, it's not it's not to say that a raw food inherently is is bad. Yes, but it, it's. It's also not inherently good, just by the nature no. of being raw
2: and and quality is always very important mm. it It really really is Sonia, before we run out of time your range of cat and kitten foods, what mm. have you got?
0: So we've got, uh, we do two brands, Origin and Okana. Um, origin is our flagship brand that is 80% meat content and 20% fruits and veggies. So that's the highest meat content dry food that you can find in South Africa and, and in the world, uh, especially using this amount of fresh meat. Um, but the Origin range will cost you a little bit more to feed than conventional grain-based foods on the market, which mm. most cat foods in the market are. Yes. Our Okana range is our best value for money range uh, that we have. Have in the country, and that will give you a seventy percent meat content food, thirty percent fruits and veggies. So, so other than origin, your carna is your your next high meat content food in the market. And then we also do a range of canned foods as well. From a okay, uh, so
2: there's wet and dry.
0: There is a wet and dry option. Uh, It's a different company called Veruva, but it follows the same principles. So they also do meat based diets. In this case, it's uh, it's ninety six percent or up to 100% meat content, depending on what formulation mm. you go for. And they're also canned in a human canning facility. So oh, all okay. your ingredients are also past fit yes. for human consumption.
2: Yes. So so we could actually eat that if we need <laughs> You to can, experiment. and then it's
0: one of these potty tricks we do <laughs> at is uh, yes, that you can have her. your Varuva canned food on a cracker. No, Sonia,
2: thank you so much. Um, people want to find out more about your product? Have you got a website? Uh, we
0: do. If they go on to championpetfoods.co.za, it will take them to our webpage and they and brass from there
2: fantastic and of course we've got um all your uh, food for dogs is in the latest issue of canine zone magazine don't forget to get it because the next issue comes out on the 14th This is still our Beagle issue out there. It's on sale now. So we need our Beagle people to get out there, get a copy. And in there, uh, we do uh, talk about all uh, the Arcana range. And we also have some wonderful stories, great interviews, lots of advice, behavior, and all the rest. So get out there and become a canine zoner. And we've run out of time already. I had so much more to talk about. Please remind me, next week, I want to talk about how game is being given to the Premier as friends this is quite a controversial story but we'll talk about it more next week and i want to see if i can't get someone in studio so we'll be back again next week same time same place until then give all your pets a big hug from me bye for now animal
0: central on cliffcentral.com